0: Have you been getting frustrated about figuring out, for your book, how to do the copyright page? Well, you're gonna wanna stick around because that is what we're gonna discuss in today's video. This is Chris Baird from self-publishing, MadeEasyNow.com, where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. In today's video, we're gonna talk about a sample copyright page for self-published book, a comprehensive guide, and we're gonna go through everything you're going to need to know. So let's get started. So the first thing is the importance of a copyright page. So well, the biggest issue, it's the legal protection. A copyright page, it's essential for establishing legal protection for your creative work. It- proves it provides the evidence necessary to show that you have the ownership and helps defer potential infringement, which is probably the absolute most important thing you're going to need to be paying attention to when it comes to your copyright page. The second thing you're getting with a copyright page is it clarifies permissions. What exactly are people allowed to do or not allowed to do? What specific permissions are going to be allowed so that you don't just let people come in there and start using unauthorized copy of your work? And the final one is the professionalism and credibility. Your copyright page establishes you as a professional. So if publishing houses or others were going to make contact with you or people who wanted to maybe have you guest speak or whatever it might be, you're going to look a lot more professional if your copyright page is looking good. The other thing is, the importance of a copyright page. And there's a couple things here to remember. One is the ownership declaration. That is, who exactly owns the copyright? It makes it very easy for them to understand a little bit better, like, is it this person? Is it this agency? Is it a publishing house? who exactly is the ownership of this. The other is the publication information. And this is gonna involve a whole bunch of stuff such as the publisher's name, the address, contact information. It helps interested parties like agents and publishers and, and readers easily find out who's got this book and then they can make contact for whatever reason they may wish to do, depending upon what kind of book you're, you're putting out. If it's a nonfiction book, maybe they want help with something inside the book that you're putting out and that really helps them. And then the other is the rights and permissions. and the copyright page, it outlines the rights and permissions associated with the work itself, making it really easy to have an idea of what restrictions are involved. Next the copyright page content. The first thing is the copyright notice and symbol. And what exactly is this doing? The first thing is it's giving ownership protection. The copyright notice it represented by the copyright symbol and you'll see it with a little C with a circle around it. It serves as a visible indication that the work is protected by copyright law and it alerts others that the creator holds exclusive rights to reproduce, distribute, or display the work, which discourages potential copyright infringers, which is exactly the sort of thing that happens sometimes if we don't properly lay this out in our book. The other is the date of creation. That's going to be the copyright notice. It typically includes the year of creation or the first, and this is going to do a couple of things. It's going to, first of all, give an idea of copyright does not last forever, so it at least establishes a timeline to when exactly this was done, and also will show your readers whether this is Out of date or how long ago this thing was done and so that's also very important and then you have the authorship identification which is who exactly or which company has written or put this book together it makes it very easy for them later on to get in contact with you as well as see that oh this is a professional company and i'll give you a quick tip for your books, don't just write your name down for this. Choose the name of a publishing company like yourself, for example, your initials followed by publishing. That's completely acceptable. You don't have to have some big major company. The key is, is that it establishes a little bit more credibility than just having the author and the publishing company actually being the same, because we're not trying to flag that this is just like your very first book or it's even a self-published book. And that is something you're going to want to pay attention to. Next the title and author information. We're gonna use clear identification so that they're able to see this easily in order to understand exactly who did this thing. Does that make sense? Who was involved in the work itself to make sure that it's protected as opposed to there might be some confusion with other copyrights like who exactly does this apply to? The next is the author attribution and that that tells exactly who the author or the creator of the work is and is attributed not only to acknowledge the individual responsible for the creation also assisted in establishing their ownership rights so both of those can be involved there and then of course the contact information ensuring it's easy to communicate with you okay next we're moving on to the publication details and there's a couple things here one is the title we're gonna have the name of the publication this would lead this would typically indicating the subject or the topic of the content you're gonna have the author like we mentioned on this one which will have the individual or entities responsible for creating the content and then the publication date Next we have the ISBN or other identification numbers. and the International Standard Book Number, it's a unique numerical identifier assigned to books facilitating accurate and efficient tracking catalog and sales monitoring this is an absolute must if you want your book to come in bookstores or in libraries you can get your book also assigned under uh, under existing publishing houses I would recommend a US house I do that with my own I have a Fiverr uh, a Fiverr gig that actually does this where we can take your book and we can assign an ISBN if you buy a single ISBN it will cost you around $125 however if you get your book assigned on an ISBN it can be done for as relatively inexpensive as about $20 on Fiverr, assuming you do it through the right gig. Does that make sense? In addition, you get a free barcode with it. So you have your barcode, you have the ISBN assigned, and if you want to put your books on Ingram Spark, this is exactly what you're going to need to do. So I would definitely check that out. I believe it's below in the description. If not, just ask me in the comments. The other is DOI, which is a Digital Object Identifier, and that's a persistent alphanumeric code assigned to digital objects like schol- scholarly articles, ensuring their long-term accessibility and citation. And then we have the ISSN, the International Standard Serial Number, and that is a unique code to serial publications such as journals, magazines, aiding in the identification and organization. Now, all of these things cost money to assign. They're generally not free, and ISBNs are maybe the most expensive of all of these, and that's one of the reasons why I would suggest either buying a a lot of them, which you can get for cheap if you do it through Bokker, but you have to buy an awful lot like spend $1,500 to get 1,000 of them, or you can simply get them on Fiverr for about $20. You can't get them. You can get your book assigned under an existing house, which is, you. it's not legal for anybody to sell an ISBN to you except the official companies in the country that you're in. Some countries give them up for free, like Canada and Norway. The downside is they want a copy of those books, so they will tell you, please send us copies of the books, and sometimes they want more than one copy, so this can get very pricey and you might consider just getting the isb in the cheaper way which is just getting it assigned directly for your book through one of the fiverr gigs that I mentioned earlier. Next we have the rights and permissions. This would be the copyright, that would be the legal protection granted to the creator of the work. Now you have to keep in mind, copyright is automatically assigned the second you publish the book. So it's not so much that oh, somebody's gonna steal your book and you're gonna have difficulty. You're gonna be able to prove the date that it was done. It just makes it a lot easier. And sometimes Amazon makes false claims upon ownership of particular documents or books, which making that also a little bit of a challenge for many authors when they're trying to get things going. The next is the permissions, the official authorization required to use use copyright material in specific ways so it shows them what they are allowed to do and then fair use and a legal doctrine allowing limited use of copyrighted materials without permissions and that usually is dealing with their their citing it it's just little short little bits for criticism commentary news reporting education and research that's another thing you need to consider then we have disclaimers and legal statements we're going to say that the information accuracy, to say this is accurate as best as we know. We're going to have the personal responsibility saying you're not personally responsible for the contents of your book. It's purely fictional, right? You're not going to do that. And legal boundaries, meaning, look, this isn't giving you professional advice on on anything financial or legal or health because if you are giving advice and do not include a disclaimer, you're going to be responsible if somebody gets injured as a result of your book. And It doesn't even have to be a full-fledged injury, just something minor, and they can attribute it to your document, your book that you've got out there, and then you find yourself in some legal trouble. So definitely, you're going to want to pay close attention to that. Okay. Then you have your contact information. You should have your email, your phone number, your mailing address. Make it easy for your readers to get in contact with you. It doesn't have to be your personal stuff so they won't show up at your door. You could put it for your business address or some other address like a P.O. box, but make it easy for them to get in contact because maybe they want to take it and use your book for other stuff. They may even be willing to pay you to professional to publish it, uh, one of the publishing houses for example, but if they can't find out who you are it's going to be very difficult. Then you have additional optional elements. This involves like acknowledgments, other people who contributed to the document, your table of contents that sort of shows exactly, uh, makes it easy for them to navigate, and then the appendices which are going to give that supplementary material like such as charts, graphs, and data. These can be very helpful to your readers and definitely should be included. Next, we have the sample copyright page layout. Let's get into this. First is the placement and formatting of the content. You're going to have the margins and alignment to make sure that it's consistent on the uh, and it looks very professional. Your font and styling need to be easily re- readable. You can use bold and italic sometimes in order to draw attention to certain aspects of it. And <clears throat> you're going to have page breaks and pagination. We're going to make sure you have your page breaks in places that make it very easy. <clears throat> for people to follow along with what you're doing. Now when it comes to the copyright page, the best thing you can do is look at the bestsellers and look what theirs look like. That will give you a really good idea. Then we have the visual example and templates. You have clarity and relevance to make sure that it's exactly easy to see what it's about and back to annotated diagrams, the diagrams that we may be using or whatever, that they're going to exactly be annotated and then just assuming again the consistent style is incredibly important when it comes to the copyright page. Now importance of professional assistance. First is hiring an editor or legal professional. And the thing is, is you may need to hire somebody that would come in and be able to take a close look at the copyright page that you have to make sure that if there's anything that needs to be checked legally, that you've got somebody involved in there. It's usually not necessary. Usually it works just fine. I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not giving legal advice, but I am just saying that looking at other existing copyright pages and seeing what they're doing, that can be really helpful helpful when going that route. Um, One thing I should say is you should be careful that the text that you're using for your copyright and your disclaimer pages is your own text because if you use exact copy of somebody else's, sometimes that can flag things in the plagiarism or duplicate content within Amazon and other places. So you're going to want to do that. You're going to have original content creation. you have the licensing and permissions to make sure that whatever you're doing, you yourself have it. And then the fair use and attribution issue. And as you can see, from a copyright page, there's a lot of things that you need to consider. Your book is copyright the second you copy the second you put it on the market, because now you've shown you are the one who owns this specific content, and so that's something you're not you're simply not going to have to worry about. The other thing, though, is that you do need to make sure the style and everything looks like a professional one. Choose a publishing company name that, for yourself, right? So if your name was I don't know uh, Joe Doe or something, J D Publishing would be perfect. It doesn't have to be fancy. Just don't use your own name on there, and then. The next thing you're going to do is just make sure that the style and the flow of the copyright page looks like the best sellers in your genre, among the sellers who are competing with you, your comp- competition with the books that they're doing that are doing the best on the market. We want to make it indistinguishable between the traditional publishing houses and your self-published book. We need to make sure those two look almost identical if you're if you're able to do that. And believe it or not, if you're using some of the formatting that I that I teach using Juto, there's no reason at all you're not going to be able to do that. In fact, in my template, I include the copyright page. So you don't even have to really worry about that. But my question for you today is what did you do for your copyright page? Did you do something different? If you did, let me know below in the comments and check up above me here for more video answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks.